What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode number two of Subject Manor. I'm your host, Ron. With me are my co-hosts, the very lovable debonair Jamie himself, as well as our other co-host, the topless wonder, the man who (laughs) never has a shirt on, the uh, espresso shot of the group, our good friend, Drew. What's going on, Drew? What's going on? What an intro. Thank you so much for that. It only took five tries, bro. (laughs) I just want to first start off by saying thank you to everybody who took the time to listen to the first episode and all of your feedback. We really appreciate it a lot. And when uh, when our boy is ready to share with his friends, too, I'm pretty sure he'll say the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I was uh, a little bit of a sabbatical, you could say. Yeah, yeah. it was a sabbatical. I respect that. All right, so um, today's episode... Okay. Currently, right now, it is April first. Yes, I don't even know. No. What day is it? It's today? March thirtieth. Uh, March thirtieth. March thirtieth, oh, man. Two more days. All right. So it is March thirtieth right now, and currently, in the situation that we're in, um, we are on kind of like a self quarantine. And so, what that means is that everybody's in their homes. Most businesses are shut down, um, and everybody seems to be working from home. And what it's actually been showing right now that a lot of you may not even realize is that on the news, it says that, you know, even though there's a lot of people that have um, stopped going out um, and there's been a decrease in activity outside, there's been such an increase in mental health awareness um, over the last couple of days, as a lot of people don't know really what to do with themselves being at home. And so we are starting this podcast off um, by really bringing in and shedding light on how to take yourself out of a state of contraction and into a state of expansion during these times. Um, And this was a topic that really came up because, you know, the three of us, we are in different fields um, as professions. You know, Ron is uh, (laughs) Marvin. Marvin, my bad, Marvin. Ron Marvin. I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. He's got two names. It's whatever it feels like. Quarantine version. And uh, Marvin, he's like one of the top real estate agents here in Vancouver, BC. Uh, We got Jamie, who is one of the top, actually the top um, corporate sales. The top corporate sales over at uh, Bell Wireless. And myself, I am one of the most sought after wellness coaches here in Vancouver, self proclaimed. (laughs) <laughs> and so, and so, uh, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, and, fix uh, my back. Fix oh. my back, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, speaking about that, I should probably sit a little bit. Better, <laughs> yeah. And so, um, being in different professions, you know, a lot of people are thinking to themselves or keep asking us, you know, how are you doing? You know, your business has slowed down a lot. And even though our business may be on the forefront of slowed down, um, being what Marvin calls type A personalities, we find ways to um, really keep momentum up within ourselves or within the back end of our business, which is um, really starting to bear fruit for all of us. And so I'm going to let Ron kick this off right now and uh, share with us your insight on what it is you have been doing or how it is that you have been consistent with keeping yourself in a state of expansion. Jeez. Well, um, you know, to be completely honest with you, last week was... Uh, I'm going to say uh, on the subject of vulnerability last week was, uh, was, was a little tough for me. Um, more so because I find myself like a fish outside the water. All of a sudden I'm outside of, you know, the three of us are very social people. 
And I know for me, I've discovered, I've started to realize lately that the way I function is I do my work so I can play hard. And when my play hard has, is gone, it's just work or it's not even work. It's more, okay, here's a new realm. Here's another planet you're in. Now you got to figure this out. Um, I think it's so easy to get caught up in, in the temptation to do a whole lot of nothing because the government wants us to do a whole lot of nothing, right? But do they really, right? All they're asking is for us to stay at home. And I think for me, um, I took some time to go ahead and, and sleep in and, and be lazy and all that stuff. But it, there's a side of me that was kind of so disturbed by it and didn't feel right. Um, so as these guys, as we've mentioned earlier on in the show, I actually took some time off the past three to four days to actually turn off social media, go incognito. And I took a pen and a paper and I said, look, I have this huge feeling of discomfort of feeling like I'm an acid. <laughs> like, like I am not living up to my expectations. I'm shooting well below my weight class here. Mm-hmm what can I do to recapture myself from when I'm lost to use this opportunity, um, this pause, if you will, of society? And how do I use pause time as preparation time? And how do I use that as a jumpstart to get ahead on on the life that I want to live? And how do I design that? So um, I don't want to go in too much into my (laughs) intro here because I'm sure we're going to talk about it later. But I know for me, Um, I took a a huge list, an inventory, if you will, of what are some, what do I want to become after this? How do I get out of this self-isolation and come out of it, um, like better than when I came into it? And what are some things that I've really put off that I, I never had time for that all of a sudden I have time for now? And what are some habits I want to build so that when it's go time, yo, it's go time, right? So. Yeah, I man, that was really good. I think you really touched up on something. That's that, a show. Uh, <laughs> that's a show. It's done. We're done. All right, guys, that's <laughs> the end. Um, thank you for so much for tuning in. Uh, it's your boy Drew signing out. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, oh, wonder. Yeah, you really touched on a very uh, great subject, and I think there's a strategy in there that um, people should capture, and that is um, preparing yourself right now for when you do come back. And a lot of people always have such a finite way of thinking, which means that they have a win-lose mentality. And right now, being in the state that we're in right now and the circumstances we're in right now, most people are only seeing the loss. I mean, like a lot of us have perhaps like, um, I can't speak on my behalf, but I know people who have lost their jobs. Um, I can speak on my behalf in terms of my finances coming to a stop without a doubt, like um, because my business on a front end is not operating and everything that we're doing right now is just offering value online, right? However, I don't see it as a finite game, a win, lose, or draw. I see it as an infinite game. And I know that the larger picture, the bigger vision of what we're looking to do is not stopping here. That as long as we take this moment right now, like you said, to prepare ourselves, this setback is a setup for the comeback. That yeah, is that's exactly. so good. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, you want to kick it off? Yeah, so I, uh, I agree with both of you on, uh, on everything that you've touched on. And... Um, you know, I, I do usually two or three networking events a week. I, I'm always out and my life and my work-life balance have kind of combined together. And um, 
you know, now that we're quarantined at home, it's so different because I'm home 24 seven and I'm not out interacting with people. And that's, you know, what I usually like to do. And that's part of, you know, my, my life and work for me. Um, so I've really had to get used to being at home all day and trying to keep on a schedule to make sure that I'm not just wasting my time doing nothing. Uh, I found that the first week of the quarantine, you know, I'd be scrolling through Instagram, I'd be scrolling through Facebook, I'd be on Twitter, trying to find out more about, you know, COVID-19, the, the coronavirus. And I would see so many articles and I would have my friends and my family sending me all these articles. And it, I felt like it caused panic and anxiety in myself. Mm. And, um, you know, after three or four days into it, I was like, you know what, I, I've got to cut down all of these posts and cut down you know, watching these videos and reading these articles about it because it's just putting me in a, into a bad place. Okay. Um, so, you know, I've cut down social media. I've cut down, you know, trying to do research on COVID-19. And it's really helped me put my focus back onto the things that I should be doing. And there's a question that I ask myself daily. And that question is, you know, are the decisions you are making uh, today aligning with the future that you want. Wow. Uh, and oftentimes I, I answer no, because, you know, subconsciously we're not thinking about that. You know, we do whatever we feel like doing in that moment. Um, but I try to ask myself this daily to bring myself back down to really think about, you know, the decisions that you're making in that day whether it's, you know, waking up early to start your day off and having a list of items that you want to complete throughout the day. Uh, or am I just going to scroll through my phone and, you know, lay on the couch and, and do nothing all day? You know, like you were speaking about, we have this opportunity and we have this time and it's either we take advantage of this time and we learn and we do the things that we've always made excuses that we never had time for, mm -hmm. uh, or we actually take action and move ahead and, and learn how to do these things that we want to do. Like, for example, a podcast is something I never thought I would do in my life. Uh, but, you know, I, I've been given this opportunity with both of you to be able to, to do that. And I'm so thankful. Uh, and I'm so grateful that both of you keep on pushing me and inspiring me to, to do things like this and push me out of my comfort zone. So uh, that's, that's how I feel about it right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good, man. Um, there's a lot of opportunity here and I think you both have really highlighted that we're all slowing down. And I think um, routine is so important to keep ourselves consistent because we can definitely fall into um, the conditioning and also the norm of just scrolling and scrolling. And I think the biggest thing that a lot of people are doing right now, that's really um, putting them in a certain state is researching everything there is about this um, current pandemic that's going on. And there's so many different theories and so many different um, uh, ideas and articles coming out now that are surfacing, that are causing more of a, of a challenge for people, even some conspiracy theories. So it's great that we're able to um, shift our focus um, and really change the topic of conversation and and share this insight because I think it's so important right now for people to realize that. And before we really dive into it, I, I just want to show my love and so my, like my love, and I'm pretty sure you guys will as well and support and gratitude 
for everybody who's really on the front line of this with all the doctors, the nurses, the health practitioners, um, the firefighters, um, people who are helping out the homeless, you know, feeding, donating, um, raising funds. Those are who are really giving back. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's such a admirable and um, an abundance way uh, to really move forward right now, especially being able to come together and show uh, the world that there's still humanity that exists during these times as well. Yeah. Just wanted to say that first yeah. <laughs> and, and that, you. you know, everything that's going on right now too, um, the reality of people's lives, uh, perhaps even, you know, the, the fear that some people have and the panic that they're living in, you know, everything is real. Like ultimately our inner world will shape our outer world and your inner world will shape the reality of what you see. And what we really want to encourage everyone is to really step out of your fear. Um, because, you know, if you really understand what fear does, that state that you live in, you're only suggestible to the information um, that is equal to the emotion you experience, which is, you know, what programs the autonomic nervous system. And the autonomic nervous system really shapes your destiny and direction because that's the feeling and state that you live in most of the time. And so we really want to help you break that conditioning and step out of the fear, step out of the norm, step out of all of the information that's coming in that's causing you to live in your analytical mind where you're in a stressful state, releasing all the stress hormones um, and really step into, you know, everything that you probably practice. I mean, most people who listen to our um, podcast are going to be those who are into the personal growth and development, who are into doing a lot of the self-transformation, who are into the meditations, um, the walking meditations, the breathwork exercises, like all the stuff that you practice has really prepared you for this moment right now. And it's time to really put all of your practices into motion and begin to, you know, um, live your work. And this is the place where we do it now. And being able to live your work and being able to stay separate um, from your conditionings and separate from your circumstances and separate from the event that's going on right now allows you to live at an elevated state where you get to see the opportunities, where you get to step back really create and prepare and set yourself up for that comeback that we're talking about. And so there are strategies that each and every single one of us um, does. And as you heard, Ron, he steps back and he does inventory on himself. Um, with Jamie, he has uh, scheduled his day and he will ask himself the question, am I what is what I am doing um, really aligning with the future that I want to live? And ultimately what he's saying is that in order for you to um, live a better life, simply ask yourself better questions. And the questions that you ultimately ask yourself will shift your focus on the direction of where you go. And your focus and your direction ultimately will shape your destiny. <laughs> oh, mic drop. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that all out there. Um, but let's really dive. On to dive. episode three. That's episode three. Let's <laughs> on to episode three now. Um, and so what we're really talking about now is really setting up strategies for all of us to really step into that state of expansion. And so um, let's start off with Ron. You want to really dive into your strategy and how you do what you do, especially being like, um, one of the best real estate agents, like the top, what? 5%, 2%, 1%, Ooh, the top 1% in all of Vancouver. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know I look like a hoodlum right now just <laughs> and, and all, all the way up, but I promise when I have a haircut, I come correct. But, um, geez, you know what? I, I think before you can implement 
strategies because to be honest with you i'm not i'm not entirely sure if i'm at a strategic kind of phase already like i said um all i know is last week honestly those those do 10 you know c10 do 10 push-up <laughs> competitions you know which the two of you kept tagging me in and i'm grateful for because a it helped me to stay fit honestly one one day just replaced my workouts because i had to do so many freaking push-ups perfect but number two you know i'm able to show off this bod right you know what i mean so the athleticism <laughs> hey, that, <laughs> that's why i cover it up because i'm trying to you know i ain't trying to compete yeah, with you there yeah, yeah, that's why my, yeah. my icon is right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, daily reminder of how far I am, right? But um, but all I know is there was a side, and, and I, like I said, I genuinely feel like the two of you and whoever's watching this can probably super, super relate to this, where as type A personalities, not even just type A personalities, but people who are more into personal development and are very in tune, I'm going to say with, with goals and ambitions and not even in, in a sense that we want to achieve, but more, we just expect more out of ourselves. Um, I'll be honest, like the, the, the challenges and the, the uh, what's that other one until tomorrow pictures and the, uh, the TikTok, which is great. And I, I don't want to send the wrong message and say, don't do them because I promise you they're great. And they've, they've helped me in my mental space to be social, but I just started craving more. And what I realized is there's something wrong here. I feel like I'm not living up to what I want to live up to. And, and I honestly, there was a time on, I think it was Friday where, Geez, man, I just wanted to shrivel up and lock myself into a room. And part of me wanted to cry. <laughs> and it's kind of weird for me to say that because it's not like I'm in an emotionally sad place. I mean, you know, like things are good. The love life's good. My family's good. My friends are good. But I felt like crying because I just felt so contained and I felt so lost and I felt so like there, I don't know how to come back from this. And I'm mm -hmm. going to say that the first step before I even do strategy, the first step is really a mind mindset shift. Mm -hmm. And there's this quote by uh, a gentleman. You probably heard this Victor Frankl, mm -hmm. who is a Holocaust survivor. If you remember that. Oh yeah. Uh, he, he, yeah. So here's a quote that he said, this is not the Holocaust. I don't want to downplay the Holocaust. However, you know, this is a situation where what's going on around us is beyond our control. And I think that's why guys like us and whoever's listening are so bothered by this whole pandemic is because our sense of control has been stripped away and our feeling of opportunity has been condensed to what's inside this home that we're in which we should be grateful for but there's a quote that he says this is while he was in the in the internment camps he says between stimulus and response there is a space in that space is our power to choose our response in mm. our response lies our growth and our freedom very similar to what Jamie said when, and what you said, Drew, where when you ask yourself a question, that's going to determine your trajectory. I think for me, 
what I became, what I came to realize is, hold on, hold on. Instead of being caught in the panic and the sadness and the feeling of, of being locked in and caged in by social isolation, what if I can find opportunity in this? What if I can find life in this? What if I can find growth in this? Because like I said earlier, man, this whole world and society is at a pause right now. And that's a beautiful freaking thing because in the pause, you have two ways, three ways. You could either allow yourself to live in fear and lose all motivation to do everything and get cooped up, especially when the weather is crappy like this, you know, it's, it's depressing. You could either be depressed or option two, you can waste that time or not even waste it. Honestly, I don't want to judge anybody who's just spending time playing video games and just just shooting the shit that's fine man like because how often do we say especially guys like us we're like oh man life's so busy i'm getting burnt out i need time to rest guess what now is your time right and i know i've i've dealt with that but now is that time to rest now is that time to for leisure spend time with family or number three like we've touched on how do i use this pause as a preparation or as a diving board, if you will, mm-hmm. to when things come back to normal, which they will, if we do this right and if we work together, how do I come out of this? Man, if I come out of this, this, this uh, self-isolation looking better than when I came in, yo, like people are going to be like, what the heck happened? You know, what if I came out here with some new hobbies? What if I start singing again? You know what I mean? And, and, and all of a sudden- You should do it, dude. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm going to start or, or learning how to, uh, to cook certain recipes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or play guitar. There's so much opportunity because everything is on pause that there's no pressure. And I feel the big before strategy becomes mindset. And with mindset comes opportunity in this. Um, so yeah, anyways, I've rambled on totally for like five minutes there, but I hope that was, <laughs> that was good. Beneficial. That was good. Yeah. No, that's yeah, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they got the message and uh, I really got it too. I think you shared something that was so important because you talk about mindset first and ultimately it's your state of mind. um, That's going to really determine your strategy, um, which determines the actions that you take, which will lead to your results. So yes, um, you made perfect sense. So it was good. Yeah, no, I I can relate to you on that because, you know, I, I'm usually a very social person. I love talking to people. I love being around people. But there was this one day, it was probably three or four days after, you know, I was tagged in so many different uh, challenges, push-ups, squats, um, whatever it was. And it came to a point where, I don't know, I would get like 20 or 30 notifications or tags where people are asking me to or challenging me to do all these things. And it got to a point where I was like, fuck, this is so much. Like, I, I don't really want to speak to anybody. I don't want to check my Instagram. I don't want to check my messages. I just want to like close up and, and be alone and do nothing. Um, so I really feel like we have to change our, our mindsets as well to kind of, I don't even know how to say it, to, um, fuck, I'm like lost here, guys. Well, Never no, but, waste a good a good quarantine, hey. 
never yeah. waste a good isolation. That's the thing. And like, yeah. it's cool, man. Like take the time. I've honestly, like people always think like I'm a super high achiever. I'm always on the go. I'm always doing something. But the truth is, man, sometimes I take a break. I turn on that PS4 and I play some Call of Duty with my roommate. Like we've done yeah. that. Like we just. Nice. And the thing is too, if you're listening to this, good. We own Recon all the time. <laughs> all the time. That's Damn, funny, I kind of want a PS4 now. Yeah, I know. Yo, I you know what everyone's on though? Everyone's on that Animal Crossing thing now. Like my my batch that? of friends, it's on the uh, it's on the Switch. <laughs> Seriously, it's like a it's like like an mmo but it's a freaking farm that you like build so i kid you not like i have a, a friends group um there's like i don't know like shit like 15 of us and literally i'm the only one who's not playing that game because it's about like going there and like you tend to your farm and you feed animals it's animal crossing yo right? man that, that um, game sounds sick i think i played it on ps1 long time ago i'm not yeah, gonna lie it's, it's like I a rehash it. man yeah, yeah oh yeah, dude that game was how- fun I honestly enjoyed it. And they've made it so that people can interact with each other, right? Uh, And I think that's the important thing. But meanwhile, we're here working on our own farms. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you wanted to say something, Jamie? You look like you're about to say something. Oh, yeah. So I I figured out what I was trying to say. So, you know, we're always surrounded by people. And what I felt like I was trying to do through all of these social challenges was to stay in community and stay connected. And I felt like I needed to be around people to be myself. Yeah. Um, but it's actually okay to, to close off and, and be alone in this time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's, it's a great moment to be alone because you can really learn about yourself and, and kind of grow throughout it. And, Nice, you took his shirt off, bro. It was, it was hot. It was really hot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why am I wearing this right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, what I was trying to say was it's it's okay to, to be alone and, and mm-hmm. to realize that because I was just trying to feed, you know, what I was used to, you know, surrounding myself with people and me trying to do all these challenges and keep on connecting with people. It was causing me... Um, I think more anxiety than, than anything. Do you feel like maybe you, you were losing your sense of self during that time? Because I, of, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I, I didn't feel like myself because I wasn't around all these people and I wasn't able to connect with, um, you know, everyone like I usually do. And I was just trying to keep that going. Um, but, you know, during this time, it's okay to take a break. and It's okay to, to spend time alone. Um, and how you're saying, uh, I think it was last Friday where you wanted to, to close the door and, and cry and be alone. Uh, I actually think it's, it's good to, and I, I want to spend one of these days where I'm not on social media at all, you know, mm-hmm. at least one whole day where I'm not scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or, um, you know, looking at news articles where there's just a day in solitude by myself where I'm with my own thoughts you know, where I'm not, um, where I'm not, you know, seeking, um, somebody else's, uh, validation opinion or validation where, you know, I'm just okay with, you know, myself and my thoughts. So that's, uh, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. That's good, man. Uh, it's really important that, um, you definitely take this time because, you know, 
I think both of you said, you know, everything's on pause right now. And even though society's on pause, work may be on pause, your life is not on pause. Your life is always going and that life force is inside of you. And, you know, being in the place that we're in right now, we are what they call confined, but the truth is we're really not. I think confinement is literally the confinement we have within ourselves. And right now we're invited to be in solitude and spend so much time with ourselves and to learn about ourselves, like you said, and to let, um, actually, no, to use the words of um, Ron, to take inventory of ourselves. And what you touched upon, Jamie, it's like where you were feeling a sense of um, almost like loss of identity. It's called the dark night of the soul, where the person that you used to be no longer serves you and you're now moving into transition of another space of another person and you're confused because you don't know who you're becoming anymore because the old person that you were no longer serves you in this moment and it's a cycle of life like cycle of life is simply life and death you give birth to new life and you let go of the old and that comes with our identities that comes with our beliefs um, that comes with our thoughts that comes with our um, our old conditionings and the more that we navigate through those, um, especially in this time of solitude, the more we actually reveal who we are becoming. And like you said before, I mean, if I can come out of this quarantine um, in better shape um, than I was before, uh, then I come out a winner or I come out better. Mm. And ultimately what you're looking to do is you're actually looking to have that internal transformation where you get when you spend time alone. And when you come out of this, you're going to come out of this way better than you can ever imagine because it's your inner world that reflects your outer, not your outer that reflects your inner. And like I said before in the beginning, we practice all these things. I know both of you practice meditation and it's such a powerful tool. And I know people who have started to practice it now during these times that has really um, shifted um, their thought process, their being, their state into such a different space that even though they are alone, even though that some of them are going through a breakup, some of them have lost their jobs, some of them are going through financial um, burdens, they're still able to live in a state beyond and separate from their conditionings or their circumstances. And that has really allowed them to live in a place where they experience clarity, where they experience peace. Because like I said before, it's not your outer that determines your inner, it's your inner that determines your outer. So how do we live in that state most of the time? And that's simply by, um, like that quote that you said, having that space and creating that space where you can decide on your response to everything that's going outside mm -hmm. of you, right? And totally. that, is, that is what we encourage um, everyone to do because the more that we're able to step into that, the more we're able to step into our light, the more we're able to step into our truth, the more we're able to step into our strength, the more we're able to step into our peace, by us being who we are, our presence automatically liberates others to do the same. And that is what I found that, what I stood for. Because the last couple of days being in solitude, I've been asking myself, because I share a lot of messages, as you guys know, it's like, what do I really stand for? What do I really stand for? And what I stand for is, um, in the most simplest form, is personal transformation, to facilitate an environment where people can have that. And to be an example of what that looks like when you consistently commit yourself to doing that on a daily basis. And I can tell you like in the last month, two months, I've transformed the most and who I become now is not who I believe I would have ever became, but I did become that. And that's by diving deep. That's by spending time alone. Um, yep. That's by traveling alone. That's by eating alone. That's by doing the things alone, separate from other people, because you need to be able to be with yourself to reveal the things that you need to look at. And right now, this is why a lot of people are going through 
um, depression. That's why a lot of people are going through anxiety. That's why people are panicking. They're fearful is because they're finally alone with themselves. And sometimes the yeah. things that show up, oh right? <laughs> yeah, I know you can relate to that. And sometimes the things that show up um, confuse the shit out of you because you're like, holy shit, where's this coming from? And I thought I deal, dealt with this. I thought, I thought I healed from this. I thought I worked on this. Um, and the truth is it's surfacing for a reason. And uh, when you allow it to reveal itself, that's when you begin to feel it. And when you can feel it and express it, that's when you heal it. Boom. <laughs> Boom. No, man, like that was so fucking spot on. And would you guys agree that solid, the ability to, uh, until you can become happy in solitude and by yourself, mm-hmm. you can't, it's kind of a missing piece in how you can navigate through social situations. Like for me, the way I see it is I can't be a good brother, friend, husband, lover, whatever, until I can be strong alone. Because until then, I, I'm always going to be relying on someone else for to mm-hmm. fill a void or to, to be happy, right? So big yeah. amen to that, man. Yeah. For real. Thanks, dude. And yeah, you're, you're right. You know, like the biggest thing is people need to learn how to differentiate the difference between being lonely and being alone. And being lonely is obviously being absent and feeling um like you have a lack thereof or you're missing something like a void, like you said. And then being alone is learning how to enjoy your own company, learning how to breathe in the presence of yourself to show love to yourself. Like, man, it's so funny because sometimes my roommate will walk in, Tony, and he'll just be like, are you talking to yourself? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> hell yeah, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> and um, it's, it's something that when you start to invite into your life and when you start to practice that, you begin to realize that your inner dialogue, your inner self-talk really shape the things that flow into your brain, which sculpts your mind and your autonomic nervous system and the conditionings and all the other um, uh, beliefs and, and, and words that come through you. And so, yeah, it's, it's been very important to do that. And so um, if I were to like really bring in a strategy, I mean, it's to really focus sure. within, right? Yeah. Um, one of my friends said that, you know, I'm really trying so hard to keep my business alive. I'm shaking all the trees that I can. Um, I'm trying to, you know, move around the bushes. His analogy is I'm trying to like really like fire off on all cylinders to find what solution I can have so that we can somehow keep our business afloat. And ultimately um, what he's doing is he's trying to till a soil that's rotting. And I encourage him, I'm like, man, like right now in these times, maybe you're the soil that you're trying to till the trees that you're trying to shake are on rotting ground and you have to move over to your next field um, and start Mm -hmm. tilling the soil. That's going to be more fruitful. That's going to, bear the fruit that's going to be able to plant the seeds. And I think the, the area that, that really is, is within ourselves. And what I mean by that is start to develop yourself, start to dive into what you've been resisting, dive into the conversations you've been having, dive into the emotions that you've been rejecting and where to start with that. Um, ultimately, I will point in the direction of your breath. Your breath is the key to create space. And when you create space, you finally open up into a state of flow and you open up into what is coming and who you're becoming. And that comes from your breath. And there's many forms of breath that you can do. There's meditation that you can do where you just consciously connect to the breath. You can do somatic breath work where you release um, emotional response to the brain where trauma comes up. And that I would actually recommend to go with a professional with that one because a lot of things can show up. Or like um, some of us have done, um, either get a life coach or go with a therapist. 
And that will allow you to evolve within yourself. And the more that you evolve within yourself, man, I promise you, you'll come out of this better than you even thought you could. And then even on the things that you've said you've wanted to do, oh man, I've always wanted to start an Instagram page. I've always wanted to do YouTube. I've always wanted to, you know, to start this idea, to paint, to do all these things. Now is the time. Everything that you thought that you wanted to do before and everything that you wish you had more time to do, now is that time. And that is what I would encourage people to do. And that's how you step away from a state of contraction. Step away from all the media, all the information that's flowing into you and really step into your own, step into your, step into your um, expansion and step into the ideas, step into the beliefs of who you are and who you're becoming. Because I promise you right now that you are separate from your conditionings, that you will step into something that is going to bring you up to a different state you've ever begin to even experience within yourself. And then who knows out of this, even though you lost your job, and some of you may have lost your job, it's going to open up an opportunity for you where you can actually step into something where you are more valued, where you can offer something so much more. But you have to be consistent with you and be consistent with your development and be consistent with becoming that best that people talk about and living the best life that you can. And that's how you become somebody of value. Yeah. Love that. Thanks, man. So um, if, sorry, if, so let's say if, uh, if there's a person out there that, you know, is not used to, to being alone and spending time alone and instead of, you know, them scrolling through um, social media and if they don't have anything else to do, what's the one thing that you would recommend them to do to really learn about themselves and to, to be in solitude? Yeah, I think the scariest thing is our mind right? Yeah. Because there's so many thoughts. We have a a chattering monkey mind. And the one strategy I always share with everybody is if your chattering monkey mind is going off, there's a reason for it. And all you have to simply do is do something called a brain dump, open up a journal, put a pen to paper and write everything that you're thinking. And oftentimes, once you release all those thoughts onto paper, you start to look at some of those things. and You're like, what the hell was I even thinking? (laughs) It's like, are these even my thoughts? Um, And where's this coming from? And so oftentimes I will share people that strategy first, just do a brain dump and let everything off on paper. And you'll find that you write so much. And whenever people are having trouble sleeping, I tell them the same thing. If you're having trouble sleeping, brain dump. Oftentimes you're having trouble sleeping because your mind is going off. And whether Mm -hmm. it's conscious or unconscious, you just got to let all those thoughts out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Never done that before. Yeah. I feel like I should. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is a strategy I would share. I, I think I think right now it, more than ever, um, I think it's pretty clear to us that mental health needs to be a priority yeah. in this time. Um, it's scary because if guys like if people you know who I keep saying people like us, but I mean people who yeah people like us, people who are in tune with 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 our thoughts and and our motivations and who meditate and put a huge emphasis on self-development and, yeah. you know, in mental health, if we're struggling, you know, I, it, it kind of hit me. I was like, man, like I've always been someone who's very, um, you know, who's emphasized my mental health. And I know when I need to step back, which is why I did what I did. I know when there's a craving inside of me to, to search within and to do mm-hmm. a brain dump and to, to take inventory, to analyze Imagine people who were unfamiliar with that concept. Like, it's a scary time. I mean, I feel like you're right. Depression is going to be huge because people are all of a sudden alone with their thoughts, thoughts that they've never faced uh, before. So 
I will say, you know, for someone who's lost, what can you do during this time? Um, I think really taking care, putting yourself first right now mm-hmm. is going to be the most important thing you can do. Um, I think business, as you touched on, you know what? I think business in general is going to change. I don't think business is going to be the same. Once we get out of this quarantine, uh, I'm sure a lot of businesses will change the way we do things. So spend some time on your business, um, allocating time to, to how I can make this grow. But before all that, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Go and get your sleep. Make sure you're getting your exercise. Get those endorphins going. Definitely, definitely meditate mm-hmm. because you have time now. Definitely visualize. And, and I think a strategy, now, now we're talking about strategies. Um, for me, a huge motivation is hope and, and knowing your purpose. And I feel mm-hmm. like if you know what your purpose is, isolation turns into something of a situation to something of an opportunity. Again, I keep saying opportunity. Um, Salesperson, man. Yeah, I know, but it's kind of like doing jujitsu on this whole thing, right? It's flipping it upside its head and all of a sudden quarantine while it sucks is all of a sudden kind of exciting because I hope to God this is a once in a lifetime thing. You know what I mean? And, you know, this hasn't happened since freaking, what was it? Uh, World War One, the Spanish flu. And I don't, even back then, they didn't have the internet. And they didn't have the resources that we had. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an exciting time right now. And if you can find uh, hope and, and things that align with your values, I think you're going to be successful. Yeah. And, and I think we should like really define what successful is because, you know, oftentimes not everybody's going to have that entrepreneurial mindset. Um, not everybody's going to want to own their own business and success. What I found is the best definition. Actually, I want to hear yours. What, what do you, what do you define as success? Jamie, what do you define as success? <laughs> so <what> I, <laughs> I was like, thank God you didn't ask now. me. <laughs> it's, it's very different from what I thought success was when I was younger. Yeah. So, you know, when I'm even three, four or five years ago, you know, success to me at that time was, you know, making a certain amount of money and owning uh, certain things, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it's a nice house or a nice car or nice clothing. And, you know, I had all of these goals in my mind that I wanted to reach when I was 30. And, um, and I hit those goals before I was 30 years before I was 30. And I found that it didn't make me any happier than I was when I didn't have those things. And, and I found that I wanted more after I got those things. So it got to a point where it wasn't enough and you just wanted more. So I wasn't satisfied because that really wasn't it. Um, you know, I think, I think it's being at a point in your life where you are appreciative of everything that you have and being at a point in your life where you don't need anything more, mm-hmm. where you're happy with yourself, where you're at peace. Um, I think that's what success is to me now, where, you know, I'm not chasing after, you know, the, the you know, million dollar houses and the, 
you know, a few hundred thousand dollar cars and, you know, I, I just want to be able to, to travel and, and, you know, experience new cultures and food and um, not really have to, to worry about things. Yeah. That's um, good, man. That's a really good definition for sure. I think a lot of people are going to really relate to that because I think we've all gone on that journey. I saw Ron nod his head too. It's like, we've all gone on that pursuit of chasing monetary um, goals, thinking that it's going to bring us a sense of happiness or fulfillment or a sense of self. And oftentimes it's, it's such a, a, a misconstrued and false sense of self because once that stuff is gone, then we're like, okay, what next? And they're always on that chase. And then we never end that chase. And then all of a sudden, you know, we, we start to look for more excitement. We try to look for more stimulus and it leads to other things that are very unhealthy for us. And so, yeah, you really touch upon that. And then you begin to discover down the years that it's really not about the achievement. It's really about finding fulfillment in the life that you live. So it's so good. Yeah, man. I think it's, uh, it's funny how you, you say that because the time, there, the time in my life where I was just driving my dream car, you know, <laughs> like living my life, you know, it, it had so much disposable income for myself. I could do whatever I wanted and like, you know, trying to be a young hotshot. Oh, hey, man, I'm not even 30. Look at this, you know. Those that was it's funny because that was a time I can look back on and genuinely say I was probably the least fulfilled I've ever been in my freaking yeah. life. I was was I happy? Well, in, in a temporary sense, yeah, man. Are you kidding me? Rolling around like freaking driving to the seawall in a, in, in a in a nice car like a, in my Porsche and just having like you know just living good and like dropping money, whatever. Was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. But I remember like driving home after dropping someone off and just being like, okay, so like what now? Like, is this it? <laughs> Where's the meaning in this? Uh, I got the clout, but I feel like a freaking sham. Like I feel fake, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so if I may, my definition of success now is very, very in line with Jamie's. And it's two things. One is living my life in alignment of my values is massive. It's being able to go to bed every day knowing that I'm living the way that I, I want to live. And the things that I'm pursuing, it's because I want to. Mm-hmm. If I buy another Porsche, it's because I want to, man. It's not because I'm trying to get that clout, but it's because that's you know, that's, that's an intrinsic type of thing, as stupid as that might sound. And that's why we're not going to demonize people who go for stuff like that. Yeah. As long as that's not where you gain your sense of self-worth and value. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I was that guy, man. Like <laughs> I was getting my sense of value from that. Like I would feel like, so when I drive around in that 911 versus like my bands, you get two different versions of me. One was fake. The other one was less fake. <laughs> neither was happy both are fake man and um and so it wasn't but i i feel like you've got to grow through that man you, mm-hmm. you need to go through that that phase to be able to believe what the fuck we're saying right now because yeah. until you do somebody's gonna listen and some kid's gonna listen to this and be like this is bullshit man there's no way man like yeah. you know but but it, it, you have to go through it to to kind of come up with it but 
for me now, my happiness is when I can live in alignment with my values. You know, if I'm going to go to church, because I want to go to church, man, you know, if I want to go and work on my fitness, it's not because I'm trying to look good necessarily, which let's be honest, part of it is, but (laughs) at least it's authentic and I can, Mm -hmm. I can, I can uh, live up to it, but also know that I'm doing it because I want to do it because I want to feel good because I like the endorphin rush. I like the sense of self-worth. Um, so living in alignment with my values, even the people you date, man, for real, like dating someone who, you know, isn't really for you is going to, is going to cause conflict and it's going to give you that feeling like I'm an acid feeling again, mm-hmm. you know? Um, we all so know that's, that's one like. thing. Yeah, man, we've, mm-hmm. we've all dated someone yeah. because it was fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so living in alignment with my values and number two, knowing that I am shooting at my weight class and I'm punching at my weight class and that I am, if I can go to bed and this is kind of what motivates me at work is there's some days and Jamie, you'll know this cause you're in sales too. You're going to, sometimes you're going to put zero effort and you're going to just roll in sales and success. <laughs> and it's amazing, yeah. but you kind of come home and you're like, did I, you didn't feel like you earned your keep, even though you did, but you, you feel like you did not You know, you feel yeah. like, man, like I could probably, if, if I just do this thing, my business is going to grow X amount. And it's, it's so to me, it's so important to be able to live up to my potential. And that's something that only we can answer to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so if I can go to bed, if I can go on vacation, Say I'm in like, I don't know, Hawaii, lounging at the beach. I'm only going to enjoy that if I know that, yo, I worked for this and I deserve this. And if I feel like there's more that I could do that I just deliberately didn't do because I didn't feel like I wanted to or was too lazy to, that's not happiness to me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It does. It does. It totally does. And uh, Like you earned it. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's yeah, and it's just simply it's a moral obligation to to work to your potential. And if you don't, you're robbing this world and your business and yourself of 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 a greater blessing. You're you're stepping in the way of your own blessing. You know, Mm -hmm. so that's how I see it. I'm proud of where you are now, man. I remember when I first met you like four or five years ago. You know, we, we had this conversation, we had a conversation with each other about life and about, you know, goals and things that we wanted to do and achieve. And I feel like we saw each other grow through that as well. When I first met you, you were driving a Honda. Um, what was, it was that fit? car? No, bro. Come on, no. man. Honda Fit. <laughs> no, 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 you, you, Toyota Yaris, bro. <laughs> Toyota Yaris. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Toyota Yaris. Yeah. It's a great Jones. car. It's a very reliable car. Uh, I, I try to kill it, but it would yeah. not die. Like Japanese cars, <laughs> they, they fucking die. I had, I had this, my is why, this is why Japan's good with yeah. all this COVID shit, man. They just don't. Yeah. <laughs> They're resilient, dude. I had, I, had a, I, had a, I had my Honda Civic for 10 years or 11 years before I got yeah. my Benz. Yeah, dude, it was a while. Yeah. But um, earlier you said something, you know, uh, you said that there are some days when success just rolls in. And it's like you did no work and you feel like sometimes you might not have earned your keep. Um, and you know, I think that one thing we should really bring to light too is like, did you really do nothing? 
That's or true. did you do everything on the back end and all of a sudden all the work that you did mm-hmm. finally showed and bear fruit? And that's so important for people to realize is because um, oftentimes the fruit will not bear right away, but you just have to keep yeah. watering and nourishing until the mm-hmm. plant begins to bear the fruit and then the fruit will come faster than you can even anticipate. And I think that's the result of what happened. And uh, so whoever is out there right now and they're really pushing towards something, um, but they really feel that there's going to be fruit towards it, but they haven't bared anything yet. Just keep going with it, man, because you never know where it's going to end up leading you. And I can be in a testament to that because, you know, I've been through so many different business failures and I've changed so many jobs uh, before I even discovered who I was today. And I think that Ron said something that was a very good, valid point. It's like a lot of people who are going to be listening to this who are young, hearing what they're hearing, they're going to be like, nah, man. Um, screw that. I think like if I get this car, then I'm going to feel this way and feel confident. And if I get this amount of money, then girls are going to notice me because I can go to the clubs and drop money and pop bottles. Like we've been there. You don't want those girls. You don't don't want those girls. girls. You don't. You don't. That's Tatiana, man. That's Tatiana, bro. That's not not Tatiana. I mean, like everyone's going through their seasons. Even those girls at those clubs um, are going through their seasons of self-discovery because I think right now, a lot of people are very confused of who they are and that's why they base their identity on this. And like, I've been there too. Like my lifestyle before, you know, I used to, um, I used to, you know, hustle narcotics and I used to sell drugs and I had like boxes full of cash. I lived on the 18th floor of a Brentwood, uh, brand new De- Brentwood development. I was part of an organization. So I had like access to as many cars as I wanted. Um, it, it was like the supply was unlimited. And even though I had everything I thought I wanted, just like you, Ron, I sat at the end of my bed and asked myself, what's next? Is this it? Is this it? Because whatever I thought that was going to bring me happiness and joy didn't. And so I just wanted to share that as well. So thank you for really um, reminding me of that and probably um, being able to open up and reveal our story so that maybe we can shift people's perspectives and shift people's trajectories. That's the reason why we share our stories, right? Uh, And to bring back to what the definition of success is, I mean, it really aligns with both of you. And I found the best definition, which I adopted um, for success is the progressive realization of a worthy idea or goal. So whatever goal or desire that you create or put out there, as long as you're progressing towards it, you are successful. Whether it's you wanting to be a gas attendant, if you're progressing towards that, then you are successful. If you wanna be a, a mother, if you wanna be a father and you're progressing towards that, you are successful. Nobody can define your success but you. Ultimately, your goal in life is to really discover who you are and live that to your authentic self. And you should not, it should not be your job to defend that against others, you know? And um, yeah. And from that, uh, understanding what success is, I think it's so important to really touch upon that um, success without a sense of fulfillment is a life of still failure. And Tony Robbins talks about that often. And um, yeah, touching on that, uh, I can't remember what we were trying to dive into with success. I think it's a strategy of success or what we were trying to move towards next, guys. Help me out on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't remember. I think it was just, you know, our definition of, of what success was to us. Yeah, I think but, we were trying to go somewhere with this for sure. Oh, but I, It's because what we were talking about was how we took the situation and we're flipping it on its head. Yes. And making it so we can be successful coming out yes. of it. So yes. what is success? Yes, there we go. Yes. So now coming out of this, we talked about how you can focus on you and be able to develop yourself and and change within so that when you come out of this, you become your better self ultimately. And that will allow you to um, really excel in your business. 
Now, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say a very good kind of, if you want to kind of hold, grasp on to something, because yes. I think in this time, the most important thing is we need to, you need to have a bearing for something, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in, we're essentially in a deep end here. None of us know what the fuck we're doing right now. So nope. the only way we're going to make it out of this <laughs> with our sanity intact is to have something to cling on to. And whether that's the vision of who you want to be after mm-hmm. this whether that's a hobby that you've wanted to take up that you've been putting off Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe it's rest and solitude for a change, but something that's really cool. I'm just going to, it's kind of, you guys can imagine this, especially people who listen. Y'all remember that movie or not the movie. You guys know when Batman becomes, goes from Bruce Wayne to Batman. (laughs) You know what he did? Do you know what he did? He went to the, uh, uh, went to the hole. hole. He he went to that. Uh, was it the the, the monks? The, yes. No, yeah. But then he went to uh, to train with the ninjas, mm. oh, and that's yes, when yes, he yes. got his Batman powers to yes. become Batman. And what what did he do? He uh, he took himself out of his regular life, mm-hmm. drew back, and using the veil of shadows, Ooh. he constructed himself, and learned skills, and disciplined himself, so that by the time it was game time. Yo, it was game time. And that's not how I see this, man. It's just, if you guys watch sports too, here's another analogy. This is training camp, son. I like it. This I is like the it. NFL combine. Yeah. This is the NHL training camp. This is batting practice. You know what I mean? Or when Mayweather is going to fight someone, he goes through his training camp. That's ex- exactly what this is. So don't be so afraid of it. In fact, never let a good self-isolation go to waste because, man, this doesn't happen often. Hopefully, it never happens again. But this is your one freaking opportunity to to really use the fact the world is on pause. There's no pressure to perform in every other aspect of your life other than inside. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah, I love that. Dude, I love that was that. so good. I go to the yeah. washroom. I'm still listening to you. I <laughs> All right. Yeah, please mute your mic. Now, yeah. Thanks, man. Now, if someone was in a state of, say, um, confusion or depression, or they were just simply lost, uh, what, what is one advice you would give them? To breathe. Mm. To, um, to find your breath. Um, you know, I find that oftentimes when I'm stressed out or if I'm anxious or I'm, you know, going through something, you know, take a breath, slow down and, um, you know, really calm down your, your mind and align it to your breath. And I feel like you can find a lot of wisdom from that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's it, man. That's what I would say. Yeah. I think, I think what really Jamie is really honing in on to as well is like the breath. Once again, you create that space. And when you create that space, you allow your inner guidance, your inner truths, um, to really come through um, and then you're no longer influenced by um, other people's opinions or outside circumstances and you won't be a part of this normal way of thinking and following the herd or living through dogma, which is, you know, once again, other people's way of thinking. That's so important. What would your advice be? Um, I think the people, I I can't speak for everyone else, but Mm -hmm. I know that for myself, when I start to feel a sense of helplessness Mm -hmm. and depression to me is helplessness. And 
like I said, boys, I experienced it. I remember a couple of days on the group chat, I, I messaged you guys. I was like, yo, boys, sorry for going AWOL. I just need some time for me. Mm-hmm. And I, that to me was my sense, my, that's how I define uh, depression. That's how I go through depression. They're depressive mm-hmm. states, I suppose. Um, so I genuinely feel recollecting yourself is, is my way um, to, to avoid to kind of combat that um, mm-hmm. is to, to breathe as well. <laughs> it's funny. We're all breathers, man. Yeah, but, 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 yeah. but seriously, breath is the one. So I think, okay, here's the thing. When we go through situations where we don't know what's going on, it's, we need some, remember I said, you need something to hold on to. You need bearings. Mm-hmm. What is breath? Breath is a constant. You're always, hopefully, at least for a while, <laughs> at least right now, you're breathing. And, and it's automated and it's, you don't have to manipulate it. You just have to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. And when you can have a sense of constance, it brings you back to the realm of, hey, no matter how crazy or whirlwindy my mind is right now, mm-hmm. I'm okay. Because I'm alive, I'm here, I'm present, and I'm in touch with myself. Um, and then you can go touch this. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go there too. I was totally going to go there. Yeah, bro. But, but for yeah, real, that man. That's so good. I think your sense of self, it, it, when you get lost, you just need to draw back into who you are and, uh, and draw back to what's constant and never changing. Um, and if also, I mean, we're all the three of us are, are of faith as well, you know, and I know it's our podcast. We're going to get really polarizing here, but no matter what your religion is or your social belief is grasp onto something that brings you wholeness and some realizing that shit, man, maybe whatever's going on in front of you is not to your liking. But there's a reason for it. And when you believe that there's something bigger than you, there's a bigger picture in this, you're going to realize you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And that you're not alone. And also, of course, if you, if you are really going through a tough time, seek help. I think uh, there's no shame. I mean, like I said, I've been very open with therapy and, um, and, and it's not that I've needed help in that sense is more proactive therapy for me, but um, I know that depression and, and anxiety, it's something that was taboo. It's not anymore. And it's perfectly okay to reach out and ask for help. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is okay not to be okay. It's just remember not to live there in that state for too long because it no longer becomes a mood or an emotion. It becomes a part of your personality and that's what shapes the person reality of some people and that's what becomes challenging but um to really to really come to this answer or this question you know um i think both of you really touched upon like mental health and depression and the key is in your breath which i uh agree with as you both know somebody who practices and leads meditations and uh, breath work uh, sessions uh, i really believe that the key is in your breath and the answer to everything especially your mental health, because now we know the science behind why the breath is so important, being able to downregulate your nervous system from a sympathetic state, which is your fight or flight, um, into a parasympathetic. And being in a sympathetic state all the time, 
you're in a chronic state of stress, creating chronic inflammation within the body, which leads to a lot of health issues, um, which is a lot of like um, uh, autoimmune diseases, which leads to cancer and all this other stuff. So being able to regulate your breath automatically will not only liberate your mind, but also bring your body to a very healthy state. So connecting to that is so important. And the one thing I really want to talk about is like depression. I think depression is in the word. And I think we label it in such a bad way, but it's not a bad thing, actually. Depression is simply deep rest. And that is what our soul, our mind, and our body is asking from us, is to take deep rest and to really dive within ourselves to figure out what's going on. And if we give ourselves that opportunity, we really get to reveal some of the things that we've been trying to push away from us. And when those things reveal, once again, that's what we need to move towards and lean into to really discover what it is that we need to heal so that we can become whole, so that we can realize who we really are. But if we're constantly trying to figure out who we are from outside um, in, we begin to fill these voids. And oftentimes when we fill these voids, it doesn't end up being um, what we want it to be. And then we become lost again. So really take this moment to rest within yourself and allow yourself to reveal what you need to reveal. And um, yes, if you're going through a challenge and you're not able to really discover what it is or um, you're not able to navigate it alone, there's a sense of community. Like we were, we're, we're living human beings and we're born to be social beings and to be in community. And like this year was the first year I discovered how to ask for help and how to reach out to my friends for help. Because like you said, it's okay not to be okay. And so um, to be able to be vulnerable and be open to ask for help when you need to ask for help and to ask for help from the right people, not those who are going to allow you to sit in your stuff and wallow in it, those who can hold space for you to allow you to discover what you need to discover. And then perhaps drop in a few insights where you can discover it for yourself because that's where real change begins to happen. And you also know, those who are willing to call you out. Yeah. Those yeah, who are willing to call you out too. Everything. Yeah. It's yeah. so important. Um, because if those, especially people, when you don't post stuff. Yeah. Especially when you don't post <laughs> stuff. I think, I think that's where we have to, yeah. Hey, is everything good, man? Is everything going on? Like I had some guy reach out to me the other day when we we're in a group chat and I was so um, just focused on what was going on at hand with my business and everything that um, I had a lot of ideas that I need to drop down. And I said, you know, guys, I have to, I have to leave right now. And he was concerned. He thought he like something was going on and he reached out and it was amazing um, to have somebody like yeah. that. And I, I really yeah. appreciate friends like that. So if, if you don't mind me asking, yeah. Um, and I think this is going to be very beneficial. First off your work with breath work and meditation is so I can tell that's what ignites you, bro. And I, I, I would like to learn more about it. So I think just a suggestion. I know it's we're in the middle of a freaking podcast, yeah, but fine. I think that you should start a series going into it. Layman's terms first, for yeah. sure, because not all of us are going to be at that level where we immediately understand what you're saying. Um, even for, for myself who does meditation every single day and it's a core piece of my day, man, like the, I nowhere near the same kind of detail that you're at, but mm-hmm. if you could help us out here, because you mentioned this in the last podcast, and I know it's a recurring thing, which must mean it's a very important thing. What do you mean when you, when you say someone who holds space? What do you mean by hold space? And what does that look like? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, what I mean by holding space, I've, I've recently just learned this. 
It's simply somebody who is opening up space for you, which means a moment for you to reveal who it is that you are without any judgment, without any input. um, And it's simply being a mirror for you. And oftentimes when that person is simply like that for you, you actually come into a state of self-discovery and a space where you are able to find your own answers. And you think to yourself, huh, did I just say that? Where did I get that from? Is that really my beliefs? And then you start to ask yourself those questions. You start to dive into it. And when somebody's able to hold space for you like that, you heal yourself by simply talking to yourself. But there's simply a mirror for you. That's what I mean by holding yeah. space. Yeah. And there's different forms of holding space. That's one way of holding space for people. Um, other ways of holding space for people is to uh, be able to open up a line of communication, ask them questions where they start to... <laughs> Sorry, my, my neck's killing me. Oh, it's all good, dude. Um, Yo, show off your legs, boys. <laughs> oh, my, my, you can't see my legs right now, dude. My camera's off. My phone that stopped recording. <laughs> Um, another way, of yeah, holding, saying, yeah, yeah. Another way of holding space for you is to allow you to simply reveal your genius state within. And what I mean by that is whatever you're great at. So somebody will ask you a question, "Hey man, so tell me about meditation." And I'll dive into meditation. When I dive into meditation, boom! That's when I get into my flow state. That's my genius state. And that's when I start to really reveal who it is that I am. And I'm like, holy shit! Wow, I know so much about this, and I really do enjoy it, and I do love it, and it does light me up. It does ignite me. Hmm. Maybe this is what I'm passionate about. Hmm. Maybe this is what I should do for the rest of my life. Hmm. Maybe this is my life calling and purpose. Hmm. <laughs> right. A lot of these things start to reveal when people are able to hold space for you correctly. And I think we do that very well for each other. Right. Mm-hmm. I think we do that very well for each other, yeah. which is why, you know, we connect very well. And, um, that is what I mean by that. Awesome. Yeah. That's that a good question. You, uh, you answered it very clearly for sure. Thank you. All right, guys, let's, let's wrap this one up now. So um, ultimately, this, the reason for this podcast was to definitely um, share with you guys our point of view, our perspective, and our strategies, and most importantly, our state and our mindset behind how it is that we take ourselves from a state of contraction, which we could all easily live in um, and put ourselves into a state of expansion, being separate from our environment and separate from the events and circumstances that are happening around us right now. And we're so happy that you guys tuned in. Once again, we're very grateful for it. Um, it is currently, what, 10 p.m. right now? <laughs> we're 10.30. 10.30? 10.30? Yeah, 10.30. So we're going to wrap this up right now. Uh, if you guys have anything uh, more to say, go ahead and share it now. No. No? no you guys are good? good? All right. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Um, if you guys have any comments, if you guys have any suggestions for next time, once again, please let us know. Uh, we'd love to get your input on this because we got some great feedback from last time and we're going to continue to uh, uh, create these podcasts and share whatever insights we have and uh, bounce off of each other because obviously we have a great relationship with each other. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. And if you guys have any suggestions on topics that we could talk about or anything you want us to dive into, please yeah. let us know as well. Yeah, maybe, maybe we can dive into like meditation and breath work one session. Just ask me sure. questions and we'll just yeah, go into that. it. I think that'll work. Yeah. 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 Awesome, guys. Well, you guys have a great night. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening once again. It's your boy, Drew. We got my boy. 
JB. <laughs> <laughs> That's and pretty terrible, but yeah. <laughs> we got to work on that. Whatever. Well, yeah. We got your boy Andrew, Jamie, and uh, Marvin, aka Ron, Ron, signing out. Thank you guys <laughs> once again. Take care, guys. All right, connect, Have a good one.